Welcome to the power of sticking together with your host, Leisha Trimble. Oh my God, I could not wait to come back to you guys. I'm telling you, I have been out of commission for about two to three weeks trying to just get better, trying to feel better. My eyes, oh me, oh my, was a part of the problem, but not the whole problem. I mean, I was feeling like crap. (laughs) I can't make it no plainer than that than say I was feeling awful. Even though I was doing a little posting here and there, your girl was not feeling well. Um, It was very hard for me to see at times. Everything was two of something, three of something. And sometimes it was none of nothing but just a bunch of blur. And on top of that, I had uh, so throat chills. I had the whole works, but guess what? It wasn't COVID. It was some type of virus I had going on in my body. But the Lord has healed me since then. And I was like, oh my, oh my. I get to go back to speaking to my beautiful congregation that I miss so dearly. So isn't it just like God? to give you a teachable moment? (sighs) Well, to use, let me say this right, to use what you have just experienced and teach you something in the process. So today's episode, I promise you, it was not, this is not intentional. This is laid out this way. Today's episode will open your eyes to how you have allowed the wrong things in life to grab your attention. When you are not aware how things now have become bad habits, habits to which you which are causing you not to see correctly. <laughs> Woo! Three weeks of not seeing correctly. Hmm. Some of you guys haven't been seeing correctly for longer than three weeks because of the bad habits you have picked up. Well. I want to discuss some of these things um, and answer some of the questions that you may have. How do you break unhealthy habits? What are strategies used to produce a healthy habit? Do you recognize the unproductiveness associated with unhealthy decisions? We are going to explore the Word of God through practical biblical teaching and more values on how to overcome a defeated mindset, as well as how to deal with conflict that distorts positive thinking and healthy thinking. So let's talk about the following words. I can't. I don't understand. I missed that opportunity. I don't know how to do this. I'm dumb. I'm going to fail. I'm afraid. Why should I? Why choose me? All these words. Have you ever heard someone say them or even yourself? Or maybe you ever, you know, you like thought them within. You cannot allow yourself to feel defeated before you try. You know, as an educator, I often hear students say some of these same words that are, are Witness people label some of the of what a student can and cannot accomplish. You know, I have been an educator for over 26 years, and I watch myself change how I teach and inspire every child um, to be able to learn. You know, it first starts with training the mind by building their self confidence, and so let's talk about self confidence. 
Not to see yourself as a failure, not to see yourself as a dummy, not to see yourself unable to be taught, not to see yourself being fearful, not to see yourself walking in no hope. And one of the biggest ones, nobody cares. So why should I? So how do I change my mindset? Let's try to start off with saying words like I believe. So celebrate the small successes. So even celebrate your failures. And the reason why you celebrate your failures because you didn't allow that failure to cause you to stop. But instead you got up and you tried and tried and tried again. I remember one time my student um, was struggling with just coming to class before I started teaching at this particular school. And this, all the other students were like, Miss, he or she, they're not coming to class. And um, I didn't say much. I just waited. They showed up. <laughs> Let's just say they show up all the time. And I see the difference because there's a bigger picture that I was looking at. There was reason why that student decided to show up because I had to change that student's mindset. And it started with a simple thing. They showed up to take a quiz that I was given. Didn't show up all day long, but they showed up to take a quiz because I had planted seeds in this individual. And they was like, miss, I felt it. And I was like, well, very good. Everybody was looking kind of confused because they was like, what you mean, very good? I said, well, that's better than what you have made prior because there was times you didn't ever do that. I came home and I told my husband about the situation and my husband understood it right off the bat. And he said, you see a bigger picture. And yes, I do. But the time that student also took another quiz and passed, the whole class celebrated him and they saw the potential and the things that he can do. That is building that child's self-confidence. You got to understand just because you fail at something and you don't pass, you got to get up and say, but at least I knew something about it. And I have learned something about that experience. And I'm going to get up and try and try again. I believe that's why the word of God say whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things be of a good report. Think on these things because God wants you to understand if you can think on the good reports, if you can think on the things that he's going to bring to pass to you, then you can get rid of that unhealthy habit of bad habits of thinking. I can't. I don't understand. I'm too dumb. We need to fix the way we think. It's almost like if you're in a car trying to drive it, another situation, my car wouldn't start because there was something minor and I needed to fix it. But now every time I start my car, my car starts like a little bit, it, no problem. 
Vroom, no problem. If you don't fix what's broken, you're not going to be able to start the way you think with no problem. Unhealthy decisions. It could be anything from you know certain things you shouldn't do and you do it anyway. Those are unhealthy decisions. And the, you know the outcome is not going to be good. You're going to have to say, I'm not going to do this because of the outcome I'm going to get from it. But, you know, we all have our weaknesses. We all have fallen short from the glory of God. But we got to understand that we have an advocate, someone there that can help us, someone there that can lead us, someone there that can guide us, someone there that can teach us how to walk in the calling or the grace that we are walking into. So the first thing, we got to build self-confidence. We got to be able to see ourselves capable of becoming whatever it is that God has caused us to become. Then we got to believe in God, the greater on the inside. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. We got to believe the greater on the inside. We got to celebrate the small successes, the little small things that we accomplish in life. We got to celebrate them. You know, my daughter was going through a process of trying to lose weight. And she kept saying, well, my weight is, I'm not dropping any weight right now. I'm not dropping any weight right now. And I kept saying, but look what you are doing. You are eating right. You are doing what you're supposed to be doing. You are, you are not trying to do it. You are doing it. To somebody else that may look small, but For her, that was a huge thing. So what may be small successes as one to someone else could be a huge success for you. But still celebrate. Still believe in yourself. Look for people to build your self-confidence and to correct you when you're wrong. And don't be afraid to fail. Stop walking in fear because you're afraid that you're going to fail. Our vision gets a little blurry because we see, we know what God has said to us, but because the simple fact we cannot see us accomplishing those things, we at times um, can't focus correctly and we find ourselves scattered everywhere. But I'm sure that if you pray and you make your election sure before God and you pray and you seek his face, that he would guide you in all truth and he will lead you down the right path. You know, the Bible says he will direct my path. <laughs> and so let God direct your path. You know, I had to I had a teacher to motivate me to help me do better in life, whether it's a teacher in the word, whether it's a teacher educating me, whether it's my mom teaching me, I had someone to teach me, someone to motivate me. And because of that, I am where I am today by applying these principles to my life to understand that I needed someone to help me along the way, to correct me when I'm wrong, to guide me when I'm right, 
Don't be afraid to allow people to come in your life to mold you, to help groom you, to become whatever it is that God has placed in your heart to do. It's so hard to find where you're going if you can't see where you're going. And so, so for you to get a clearer vision, you, you are going to have to have somebody to help guide you when things get a little foggy. You're going to have to have somebody to give you what you need when things get a little foggy. And then you got to value what you're doing. You got to value that thing that you're trying to become in order for you to continue to engage in it. That keeps you from being foggy about what you're trying to accomplish. I'm reminded of a situation in class where I was trying to get a young man um, to value his education because he asked me a question. He said, how do I value my education? And immediately uh, we had a student to express how and why they value their education. And I said, no, 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 let him listen. Just because someone said, well, he asked her. And I said, no, let's learn from each other. So I allowed the other student to talk about how another teacher uh, motivated them to do and work hard. And because of that, they became successful. And now that drive of seeing that they can accomplish something, they continue to do it all the time. Well, this particular student was late with an illustration I had done prior um, to teach students how to value their education. And this was just ironic that he asked the question. So, you know, we live in a generation where we love wearing expensive shoes. You know, those Jordans or whatever other shoes they like to wear. It could be anything from hundreds of dollars and more. So I was looking around after he got through talking. I was like, well, that's really good. And I said, you know what? I said, you, you know, you got some nice shoes on. They're, they're really, really nice. Them things are tight. And I was like, you like your shoes? And he was like, yes. I said, well, who bought them for you? And he was like, my mom. I said, so you value them. You probably keep them clean and everything. You probably he was like, yes, miss, I do. I said, well, they look real nice. And so I took a marker out on them. I said, do you mind me writing on your shoes? He said, no, miss, you crazy. <laughs> no, not, not to be disrespectful, no. I said, cause you value your shoes, right? He was like, yes. And I said, I wish you would have that much, the way you feel about those shoes, you should value your education the same way. And immediately that day, this young man was like, wow. I get it. I get it. You will not allow anybody to come and destroy what you value. <laughs> you will not allow anyone to come and destroy your mindset because you value what you're thinking. You value who you are. You will not allow anybody to come tear you down because you value what God has placed in you. 
You will not allow anybody to just come right on your heart and label what they want to label, do what they want to do that you work so hard to accomplish and become because you value yourself. You will not allow anything to come and fog your mind up because you value what you're doing. So we're looking at things that we need to understand. Again, let's go back. The first question was, how do you break unhealthy habits? You got to learn to value those things that you are trying to accomplish. And then secondly, that I said earlier, you got to build self-confidence that you can do these things. You got to be able to change the way you think. Renew your mind. You got to renew your mind. The same way I had to get this young man to understand that he had to value his education in order to appreciate being educated and becoming someone. It's the same way you're going to have to appreciate what God is calling you to do so you can accomplish. I mean... How else can we do what God tells us to do except we value what God is telling us to do? I promise you that. It's so crazy because after that, this young man said, I promise I will never skip your class. And he has kept his word. I watch him come to class on time. I watch students clap for him or come into class. I watch him try to understand the work. I watch him fail. I watch him pass. I watch him make decisions. I see the Lord moving in his life. We have to have that same drive. We got to try our best even when we fall short. Because God will continue to move on our lives because there is such a bigger picture. If we put the work in and put the effort in, there's a bigger picture that's going to come behind of all that we are doing. When he failed his test, I was like, great job. He was like, I don't believe that you're praising me for failing a test. I said, I sure did because you used to make zeros. And they said you never came to class. Now I have a grade I could put in the grade book. (laughs) And I can see what you're struggling with so I can help you to do better. Here's the thing. If you don't try, God can't send you nobody to lead you or guide you or help you or he can't help you. But if you try and you work hard, eventually your mindset and what you're doing will change. In, in efforts, you'll reap the benefits of hard working. He passed the quiz before, and he also still failed the quiz before, but I saw that hard work. And I also saw him make us conscious decisions that, that he can do better. You know, we must also make that conscious decision where we can do better. I know this story was, you know, sort of long, but the point I was just trying to make about this situation is we all need someone to help show us and how we can value what God has called us to do. We cannot think that we're here alone. Someone to help us make it 
and so that we can use failures as stepping stones for our success. Most of all, you can never, never, ever count yourself out. The Bible teaches us about the renewed mind. The whole child had to see a different picture, get a clear vision about who they can become. Adults alike have to renew their mind to get a glimpse of who they are. In Romans 12 and 2, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Whew. Everybody wants this new chapter. Everybody wants this new season. Everybody want to walk in this newness. But God said, you cannot walk in this new season, this new chapter of your life with that same old mindset. It's not going to work. It will not work. Your mind has to be renewed. You have to transform by the renewing of your mind so that you can prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You have to understand someone's there doing the same thing. They would take the time out to do all that with you and God will renew your mind. God will give you desires of your heart. Again, Romans 12 and 2 reminds us to transform the way we think so we can see the word. Good, acceptable, and complete work is what God approves. God explained it to me this way. And I said it to you earlier, you cannot have the same mindset you had walking in this new chapter of your life. A new chapter that requires you to have a transformed mind. What season are you in? A season of renewing of the mind. A season to change the way you think. A season of recognizing the unproductiveness associated with unhealthy decisions. Yes, if it's unhealthy, recognize it and change it. Use the word of God to help you. Ask God for help. Place yourself around people that are willing to help you become a better you. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to step out on God's word. A renewed mind. I'm trying to tell you, there's no way in the world you can sit around here and say, you know, we. I want a new chapter in my life. I want a new life to start. I want to do this. I want to do that. And I'm going to do that, that, but do, and all that other stuff and have that same mindset that you had. It would never work. You have to have a renewed mind. You're going to have to sit down. Focus on where you're trying to go so that you can get a clearer vision. Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things be of a good report, think on these things. 
If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think of these things. Renew your mind. There you have it. I don't have a lot. This is the only thing that God gave me. And so I'm giving it to you. And I gave you what he gave me. There's a new chapter in your life. There's a, I'm sorry. There is a new chapter in your life that requires you to transform your mind. It requires you to build self-confidence. It requires you to understand your capabilities. It requires you to link yourself up to someone that can help you. It requires you to get out of your comfort zone. It requires you to stand in the faith of knowing God is able. It requires you to not be moved by what you see, not be moved by what you hear, but to only be moved by the word of God. It requires you to be equipped for such a time as this. It requires you to pray. It requires you to fast. It requires you to see the Lord's face. There's a requirement for the next chapter in your life. And it all begins with renewing the mind. So there you have it. Another encouraging word that will help you check yourself before you wreck yourself. Now that's power. I know I have been asking God to renew my mind daily. And I often sometimes say, girl, you got to get it together. You got places you got to go. People you need to encourage. And things you got to accomplish. And it only can be done if you renew your mind. Now, tune in next week for another encouraging word. <laughs> I'm sure you know by now. Keep checking self-examination because you don't want to be around here wrecking other people's lives. I'm out. You have been listening to The Power Sticking Together with your host, Leisha Trimble. Please don't forget to share, subscribe, as well as leave a comment. Until next week, have a blessed day.